1: and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence.
0: To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time.
1: Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying only on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices. found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between
0: different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The
1: kingdom of God is within men, not one man nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United
0: States is not more special than someone born in Mexico.
1: Someone who is white is not
0: more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience.
1: War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. envious eyes each of us when separated is always looking for our other
0: half and the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love heart perception will change everything
1: freedom is the privilege to be right freedom from the disasters of our mistakes
0: broadcasting from the sonoran desert I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email rdgable at yahoo.com or tstradio at protonmail.com. You can find The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday, five nights a week on groundzero.radio. And of course, in the free archive, anywhere you listen to radio shows or podcasts, just search The Secret Teachings or you are able to go to our website and listen to the free archive there as well. And when you listen to that free archive, we get paid for that, so you help keep us on air as well financially, and it doesn't cost you anything. I'd ask you to leave us a review on any of those players that you listen to the show on to let other people know what you think of the secret teachings. I'm so glad that you've tuned in tonight, that you've stayed over from ground zero For those of you who are new to The Secret Teachings, tonight's show, I think, is going to really speak for the entirety of what this show has been about since the very beginning. I have a really interesting, really fascinating series of things I want to share with you tonight. And they all have to do with contemporary current events, things that over the weekend and at the end of last week... Were happening big stories in the news, and there's these little subtleties that when you pay attention to them, you start to see these synchronicities. For example, I'm sure some of you have seen this, others maybe not so much because everybody's been focused on the indictment, which for some, they think it's like an execution, uh, former President Trump. But I heard of this story about the Apollo Theater in Illinois, the roof collapsing during a uh, concert. Said Belvedere, about seventy miles northwest of Chicago, and the roof collapses on people inside of the venue. Now, this was, uh, a, a, you know, a, a slightly large story for like a few hours, and then it sort of got brushed under the the media rug because everybody's still talking about Donald Trump. But there's this huge storm. There's been storms all over the country because it, it's it's weather. Uh, it's springtime. you're going to get storms. But this big massive storm tears through the south and the Midwest on Friday, spawned tornadoes in Arkansas and other places, reports out of all the major news outlets about how, the, how bad the weather is. say three, three people died in the weather as of uh, yesterday morning. Just three people. I mean, 1,600 people die a day from heart disease. Nobody cares because it's preventable and treatable and you can't make money off of it unless you're selling drugs and surgery, etc. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, all these big storms, and up in Illinois they had, in Belvedere, they had this big storm, and it literally dislocated the roof. Uh, You can see video inside of the Apollo Theater. The roof collapsed, and it killed one person, And it injured more than two dozen other people. Firefighters, fire the Belvedere Fire Department was there. First responders rescued some people from an elevator. Um, They had to, uh, you know, try to obviously go through the debris and see if anybody was trapped because it's a, you know, it's a concert and people are in there dancing and partying, and then the roof just collapses. It's you know a terrifying. Uh, idea, especially when you're in the moment, you're just having a good time, and then the roof collapses. You could see video also outside. It looks like the the awning on the side of the building had fallen off. Uh, I don't know much about this theater. Like I've never been to this theater, so I don't know what this theater looks like normally. But there's debris all over the road. The roof is you know ripped off and collapsed inside, and it's kind of eerie uh, because there were three bands that were playing that the names are themselves pretty creepy but the names of the bands uh you know uh, I'm not saying they have anything to do with the collapse of the roof i'm just saying it's kind of weird that uh, the, the names of the bands were morbid angel morbid angel uh skeletal remains and revocation which is the name of the band but revocation is the cancellation of a promise or a decision or a decree or of a contract, or of a covenant. And it's, again, eerie. You have these three bands, Morbid Angel and Skeletal Remains. In the Apollo, the god Apollo theater, Apollo is the god of music, among other things, and the roof collapses and kills, again, at least one person and injures more than two dozen other people. And you have these bands, Morbid Angel and Skeletal Remains, find people in the rubble playing at the theater and then the third band revocation the three bands revocation is a cancellation of a promise a decision or of a covenant and i don't have to remind you of the covenant shooting last week began at 10:13 a.m. most news outlets reported 10 a.m. very strange thing considering three kids died there were three adults over 60, 60, 60, 60, 666. The number of kids at the school divided by the number of kids who were killed is 666. 200 kids at the school divided by sixty six point six, so 666. And a covenant, it's, a, it's an agreement, right? It's, it's what uh, God made with the Israelites, uh, the exodus. And we approach the Passover right now. The Passover is, is, is uh, quickly approaching. Uh, This is also the time of Easter and Ramadan. So that's kind of strange. The school was called Covenant, and you get these weird, biblical, apocalyptic, Catholic-like energies or feelings or synchronicities or names. And then you have the Apollo Theater collapsing. This happened on uh, Friday, uh, just before the weekend, uh, Friday night. And it's unclear what band was playing during the collapse, but it basically a tornado had hit the theater. Uh, the band Morbid Angel posted that on Facebook that they canceled their show because the tornado had hit the, had hit, hit, hit the facility. So it's just kind of strange because of the names like, you know, Morbid Angel, Revocation, Skeletal Remains, you know, Finding Remains in the Rubble, Revocation is a, is a, is a covenant in the covenant school and the covenant between Moses, so the Ten Commandments, the 10 a.m. shooting, the 10th plague visited upon Egypt, the taking of the, the young children, the firstborn, which is the kids that died at the school. Or there's that strange story, that Abzu Lilith-like story out of Phoenix, Arizona, desert just like Egypt. And uh, those four babies just all stopped breathing across the city. And uh, they died just uh, about two weeks ago. Very, very bizarre story. Sounds like the angel of death was knocking on the door. That's the Passover, or the sacrificial blood is the Paschal Lamb. So it's the Paschal over Paschal Apostle uh, Passover, passing over of the Holy Spirit, which is the angel, Right. So you have morbid angel, revocation, and skeletal remains playing at this venue called Apollo, which obviously it's named after the god of music. And then the roof collapses. So you could see that sort of as uh, you know a collapse of, of harmony. Uh, music is harmony. Uh, it is rhythm. It is uh, balance. It's all the things that Pythagoreans would associate with the mind or the, the, the attitude, the actions of God. And so, Apollo, the god of music, if Apollo's theater crumbles, that's a pretty bad omen. Now, it's not just Apollo who is the god of music. There are plenty of gods of music, but Apollo is a really powerful and a really well known, a really popular god. He's also the god of prophecy. And what do we find within the names of the bands and the names of the, even the names of some of the people that died at the, Uh, covenant uh, school. Uh, They were named Hill and Peak, just like the school was on 33 and it was on Hills Boulevard. And uh, Hill, that's the hill, the peak, that's where Moses goes to formulate the covenant with God on Mount Sinai, right? The Ten Commandments. He actually had more commandments. He smashed them. But with the Ten Commandments, the 10 a.m. shooting, the 10th plague, and they're on Mount Sinai, the hill, the peak. So this is all very strange. It's not that it's, Planned. People say really stupid stuff like "Illuminati confirmed." I, I don't know what that means. It's not Illuminati confirmed. This is just really bizarre stuff. So the roof of the Apollo collapses. So this is the collapse, uh, you know, symbolically you could say of of music, uh, collapse of uh, of prophecy. Uh, you know, the, the truth being uh, smashed or crushed, or uh, you could say that this is really the the, the crashing or the collapsing of what Apollo or his descendants, his children, what, what it represents. Uh, and that would be for for Apollo, one of his uh, sons is Asclepius. If you've read my book, *Cult Arcana, which you can get at thesecretteachings.info, I have a section on Asclepius. Asclepius, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing the Greek correctly, is a god of healing. And he carries a staff, kind of like Mercury, he carries a staff, and that staff is a staff of 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 healing. It's got the usually it's uh, has one serpent around it. It's not like the it's not exactly like the caduceus, which is the medical symbol today, even uh, with the two serpents, which is like DNA, the double helix. It's a single serpent. Usually, there's different depictions of it. But he holds this staff as Clepius, and he's a god of healing. And because he tries to bring a man back from basically the dead, like Jesus and Lazarus, uh, Zeus gets really angry with him in the mythology. And so because he's angry with him, he actually strikes him with a thunderbolt and casts Asclepius, which in mythology and in polytheism, polytheism is just complex monotheism, all the gods and goddesses of different things, the demons, the angels, the yokai, whatever you choose to call them, they're actually all emanating from a singular source. So Asclepius is just a descendant of Apollo, just like your your kids are your descendants. They have your genes, etc. So by striking down Asclepius, and also Zeus was very angry at Apollo for slaying the python at Delphi, Uh, Apollo and Asclepius were both uh, Apollo wasn't killed, but Asclepius was killed. Both of them were struck down in one fashion or another by the god Zeus with you know thunderbolts, lightning bolts. So what happened to the Apollo Theater? A giant storm strikes the Apollo and the roof collapses. It's not like windows were blowing in or no, literally the roof the 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 roof collapses. And so you have to look at the mythology and you have to think that's just that's just really really strange i mean i think it's strange i think it's really bizarre because it's you know if you just were to pick up any kind of any kind of symbol book or mythology book like for example i just have here in front of me the ultimate encyclopedia of mythology and if you open it any mythology book will do uh there's a section on apollo which is probably you know if you put it on a word document it's probably like 35, 40% of a page. So it's on a a lot because this book has so much in it. There's just a little bit about each god and goddess, etc. But basically, it says Apollo, uh, Apollo, who's the son of Zeus. So uh, Asclepius is really the grandson of of Zeus. Uh, But Apollo uh, talks about him slaying the python, which is an offspring of Gaia, Mother Earth, which is the Greek, of course. Uh, And that's, you know, the Delphi Oracle, the, the tripod. So there's three again. And Zeus was very angry at Apollo for doing this, so he forced him to be a slave uh, to a mortal man to pay for his crimes. But here's what the, the encyclopedia says. It says, Apollo's interest in healing suggests an ancient association with the plague and its control. His son Asclepius was also identified with healing and connected with sites in northern Greece. Indeed, so accomplished was Asclepius in medicine that Zeus slew him with a thunderbolt for daring to bring a man back to life. Now, there's a lot of metaphor here, but I want you to think about the subtleties of all of this. The roof of the Apollo collapses. So what does Apollo represent? Music, prophecy. He also represents archery and a bunch of other things. But when you go to the, the mythology, when you go to the encyclopedia, the dictionary, and you read the story, it's about medicine. And the god who is the chief god becoming angry because, well, these kinder gods, these healing gods like Asclepius wants to help man and wants to, well, in this particular case, bring a man back from the dead because he got so good at healing. He got so good at at taking care of people that he could literally bring the dead back to life. It's obviously a symbolic thing, probably akin to the stories of of, uh, Lazarus. But uh, Asclepius... I think it's probably how you pronounce not Asclepius, it's Asclepius. Asclepius, uh, you know, if you strike down Apollo, strike down Asclepius, then you're striking down not only music and prophecy, you're also striking down healing. And you're striking down the ability to fight disease, or in those days, plague, which is like unsanitary conditions and things like this. It also, uh, not necessarily in Greek times, but in any time throughout history, asteroids, comets, etc., uh, there's a really good book called New Light on the Black Death, showing you how space weather is largely what's responsible, just like uh, The Invisible Rainbow, another good book, how solar activity and, and space weather is responsible for most outbreaks of disease uh, on planet Earth. Super scientific, very, very well documented. So again, music, prophecy, music is harmony. Prophecy you know is predictions. That it's the, interpreted as the truth. So truth and harmony and the ability to fight disease all smashed and crushed, all struck down by Zeus. Because the Apollo Theater was literally struck by a tornado, a tornado, a giant storm with lightning and thunder. I mean, that's just kind of bizarre, isn't it? I mean, this theater could have been called anything. And even with the, the theater being named Apollo, You know, the bands that were playing could have been anything, but they were skeletal remains. It's like Lil Wayne. Remember Lil Wayne, the rapper, when he has this album that comes out with skeletons at a movie theater, and then we see the shooting in Aurora, Colorado, and if you count the skeletons on the front of that, I think it was a single, that album cover, then you get the same number of people, full skeletons that were shot in the movie theater. Well, what are the chances of that? It's just unbelievable. It's really not believable. It just seems totally made up. But I promise you, if you go to the internet and you type that in, you'll find that album. I have a. I remember I had a physical, I printed that out when it, when it first came out because I thought it was so unbelievably coincidental. No one was ever going to believe me if I ever showed it to them uh, or if I ever told them, rather, so I had to show it to them. So Apollo being struck down, Asclepius being struck down, this is the striking down of harmony striking down of truth it's also the striking down of health now I want you to I want you to think about this for a second it's not just the Apollo theater okay there's something else really weird that connects directly to it it connects to the man with the staff like Asclepius it connects to uh, Apollo uh, Apollo is also associated with the Sun light truth knowledge wisdom. Uh, music harmony balance all these things archery which is a precise art form you know the bull'seye and the bull'seye itself is an alchemical symbol for gold so there's a lot going on here of course but what I want to sh- I want to share with you is just it's so incredible I get so excited and then I just feel for just a just a moment that when I hear myself talking like I feel like I'm making this stuff up but I'm not it's right here. Uh, that, you know, the Apollo theater roof collapsed. You just got to read about the mythology to know that that's just as bizarre. But how about this from Fortune magazine? You may have seen this. You may not have seen this. Most people were, uh, they were uh, circle jerking themselves to Donald Trump's uh, indictment because that's, you know, what people get off on uh, prob- probably pretty literally. Uh, but the World Health Organization said just a few days ago, this is over the weekend, uh, well, actually, I think this was like last Friday, The World Health Organization said that it has its eye on a new COVID variant. And they say it's thought. See, thought. They don't know. They think. It's a driving factor in a new surge of cases in India. Okay, so what is this new variant? What could this new variant be? Okay, it's called XBB.1.16. point one point one six. Now they say it's similar to XBB.1.5 which they claim is the most transmissible COVID variant yet. I have received no vaccines, I have not worn a mask, and I am perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. I have and I I'm out in public like every day. I don't I I still have yet to get even mildly sick. I had food poisoning and I had allergies from the blooming flowers here in Tucson. Those are the only two things that even remotely made me feel sick. You know, Most of the time we feel sick because we're lacking something we need, like vitamin B12, for example. So KBB, or XBB rather, XBB116 is the new variant, different than XBB15, which is the newer variant, but not as new as the new variant. Now those numbers and those letters don't mean anything to most of us, but what should mean something to you is what the street name is for these variants. You may remember Ryan Gregory, a biology professor at the University of, uh, uh, someone corrected me on the pronunciation of this, Gulf, 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 Gulf. It's in Ontario, Canada. And he, according to Fortune, and we talked about this when the article came out, he spearheaded the development of these, quote, street names for COVID variants. And he said that he wanted to call these variants uh Name them after monsters, basically uh, demons, uh, titans, which is also kind of strange because of all the stuff we've talked about with Derek Murphy and uh, other guests like Michael Strange here on the show about the you know, the comic book world and the emergence and all the strange things happening. Let's call it in uh, you know the, the Hollywood universe and this uh, weird obsession that everybody seems to have with Lovecraft and you know titans and monsters and things like this. Pacific Rim type stuff. To the point, XBB116, they've given this a new street name. XBB15, which is what Ryan Gregory said, we got to name it something scary so it terrifies people. He actually said that. You could go read the article. They called it the Kraken, which is my, my point about the Lovecraftian angle to all of this. They called it the Kraken because Kraken is scary. It's mysterious. It's terrifying. No one's going to be concerned that they could catch XBB-15. That sounds like a droid from Star Wars. But if you tell them you could catch the Kraken, it might not be that you're catching the Kraken. The Kraken's actually coming after you. That's the difference. See, XBB-15, you could catch it if you're not careful, but Kraken will catch you. And that's why they want you to use these names, because they're scary. Now, the XBB-16, They have a new name for this. It's called Arcturus. Arcturus. And that is spelled, like most of you assume, probably that it's spelled A-R-C-T-U-R-U-S. Arcturus. Now, for those of you who are not aware of what Arcturus is or what Arcturus means, Arcturus is also um, Greek. And Arcturus is a god. Arcturus is a god. Of guardianship, he is known as the keeper of the bear. This particular star in the sky is the guardian of Ursa Major and Ursa Minor constellations nearby, the constellations of Bootes, where uh, Arcturus is located. So they have this god, and then of course he's transmitted to the heavens and associated with these stars in the mythology and in the astrology and in the astronomy. So that's Arcturus. It's a star, but also a god, and there's an association there. And when you look up images of Arcturus, he he looks like, kind of has a, a, a similar look to um, Asclepius. At least, I have a book called Star Lore, and there's a picture of him in there, uh, or Butes, or Arcturus. But he looks like Asclepius with the wand. So Apollo... Harmony, knowledge, wisdom, prophecy, truth. And his son, Asclepius, Apollo Theater, struck down by lightning, by a storm, by a tornado. People die. And then there's the emergence of this new COVID variant. All very interesting. And what we're going to explore tonight on The Secret Teachings. I hope that you'll stay tuned for tonight's show. There's a lot of really fascinating connections and correlations here. And you can take from it what you will. I'm Ryan Gable. I'm just here to make the observations for you on The Secret Teachings. More after this. Don't go anywhere. From para-history and the paranormal to the para-political and para-occult, you're listening to The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio.
1: This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash teachings.
0: You know you can listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on Ground Zero Radio. I don't need it. Or in the free archive on our website, thesecretteachings.info, or on any radio or podcast player or application. I don't need it. But you can also subscribe to our ad-free archive, now hosted by aftermath.media. Definitely
1: don't need
0: it. There's the basic and premium options you get the montages, my digital books, and more. For those of you who already have a Secret Teaching subscription, you can still keep that subscription. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info or aftermath.media and subscribe today. I need
1: it! Oh, my if you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy then why not check out the book occult arcana maybe you want to look at technology black goo ufos and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry check out the technological elixir or if that's not enough, check out Good Philosophy. All three of these books are available in soft cover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings, but most importantly, it supports you. Hello folks, this is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows with your host, Ryan Gable. I hope you find it enlightening.
0: You are listening to the Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Arcturus, or Alpha Bootis, is one of the five brightest stars in the night sky, and the brightest star in the northern constellation, Bootes, with an apparent visual magnitude of negative 0.05. It's an orange-colored giant star, estimated to be over 36 and a half light years from Earth. It's almost in a direct line with the tale of Ursa Major, the great bear. The name Boötes derived from the Greek words for bear guard. So Arcturus, Alpha Butes guards the bear, protects the bear. Now we did a show last January. We did a show about the year of the tiger. I don't know if you remember the show we did with the year of the tiger. Uh, the year of the tiger... Uh, We did that with Mary Ducina, I believe. And so uh, the year of the tiger, which was last year, 2022. uh, This is a time uh, in mythology, and it's more so Eastern mythology. Uh, But this is a time where the tiger takes control, takes power. And the tiger is also, well, in the East, it's basically the lion. So in the West, it's the lion, but in the East, it's the tiger. They share a very similar relationship. The tiger is the king of the the jungle, if you will. And the tiger is said to reign for a thousand years. And for some reason, I'm not 100% sure, for some reason, the tiger is said to have been birthed from Ursa Major, from the bear. So this thousand-year tiger, or this tiger that lives a thousand years, might Sound familiar to some of you who know a little bit about history, like World War II history, because the reign of the Tiger kind of sounds like the thousand year Reich. Okay, the establishment of that thousand year Reich, the new empire, right? And it just so happens to be that in the year of the Tiger, the beginning of the thousand year Reich, thousand year empire, was the death of of a pope and the death of a queen with the visual deterioration of a president who now is so senile and so out of his mind it's basically a literal clown show circus every time he gets in front of a camera or a microphone or he wanders onto the White House lot. In other words, the collapsing of the pillars of reality as we've said before, a collapsing or a ripping out of, or a rooting out of the three horns in the book of Daniel to make room for the little tiny horn, the horn of the Antichrist. To rule this thousand-year Reich. And to do so in the name of light and love and peace and harmony. To do so in the name of collectivism. To do so in the name of God and the name of Christ. But this is an Antichrist figure. The red dragon, given the beast his power. This is Prince Charles and King Charles, really. Now uh, Prince William, though. King Charles and Prince William, uh, and the dynamic between the two of them. So the tiger comes out of Ursa Major. Now the protector of Ursa Major, in astronomy and astrology and the mythology, is a character that goes by the name of Alpha Bootes or Arcturus. Arcturus... I have a book here called Star Lore, Myths, Legends, and Facts about Star Lore, and it says Bootes, the Bear Driver. The original title of this constellation was in all probability Arcturus, a famous star of the first magnitude. But Arcturus is not just a star. Like many kings and emperors, they take on the names of gods, and we have assign the names of gods to stars, etc., and they some things might start in the sky, some things start down here on the ground in terms of what something is named. Arcturus is a god, very interesting god, uh, who has a similar uh, look to him, uh, like a hunter, like Osiris, the great hunter, uh, who is followed by Canis Major, uh, Orion the Hunter, Canis Major, and of course Anubis, the jackal-dog-headed deity that follows Osiris to the underworld in the coming forth by day, the Hall of Judgment, in the Egyptian mythos, in the Egyptian underworld. And you find the same dog-like creature following uh, Quetzalcoatl and other gods in South and Central American lore. So this is a universal thing you find all over the world. You find it in India. Uh, You even find uh, similar types of things like this in, in, in the Far East, in Asian countries. Uh, more Eastern Asian countries, I should say. So Arcturus is the keeper of the bear. He's a guardian of the bear, and he also holds the leashes to some dogs, just like Osiris. So he has this Osiris like feel to him. Arcturus is also holding a staff or a spear. Now, that staff or the spear is very important, very powerful thing, especially in mythology, especially in symbolism. Uh, the king holds a scepter, traditionally you can look at tarot cards for this too. The king holds a scepter because it denotes power. It's a phallic symbol first and foremost, uh, denotes the power of the masculine, but it also denotes the power, of the ability to strike down like a sword or whatever the case is. So it's a symbolic thing. that The king's probably not going to use to, to, to hit somebody with maybe tap them on the head or something, but it's a symbolic uh, symbol of power. This is why, you know, Gandalf has a, a staff, you know, it's, not real like energetic magic per se, although, you know, Qigong and Reiki, Reiki, these are real energetic things moving chi and prana around. But, you know, if you look at like Lord of the Rings with the staff, you know, Gandalf has the staff. Uh, You look at, you know, any wizard that holds a staff or a magician with a magic wand, it's a symbol of power, a symbol of the directionalizing of will and energy, etc. So, That staff or that spear is a symbol of that. It's a symbol of power and ability to lead. So he has a hold of the dogs and the leashes, Arcturus does. And he's a guardian, just like uh, Osiris is a guardian. Or, I mean, you could look at Osiris and Anubis in both ways. Anubis is a guardian, but Osiris is really the god of the underworld. So he's a guardian of the underworld. He's a keeper uh, of of those things in in the underworld. So Arcturus is a keeper of the bear, which is Ursa Major, Ursa Minor. And the bear itself, uh, the bear is a very strong animal. Obviously, uh, it represents strength, represents family, it represents vitality, it represents courage, it represents health. So the bear also represents health, and Arcturus also has an association with Atlas, because Atlas, you know, Atlas holds the the whole world on his shoulders, and if that weight becomes too much, he might shrug. So these are just some basic general uh, generalities, I should say, uh, within the cosmology, within the astronomy, etc. Understanding these things, you know, Arcturus, Butez, the Bear Driver, uh, associated with Atlas, also holding the dog, so associated with Osiris, holding the staff, so has, has this association with Mercury, a messenger of the gods. Uh, Or the wand of Asclepius, which is like the Caduceus, but it is a a singular serpent that is wrapped around the pole. And that is a symbol, just like the Caduceus, uh, Caduceus, uh, of health and medicine, like hospitals, which the name hospital comes from the Knights Hospitaller that set up uh, camps, uh, little medical facilities for pilgrims that were you know, traveling to the Holy Land, very long distance, didn't have Uber, didn't have buses, didn't have planes, they just had feet, some wagons, maybe. So they set up these facilities, the Knights of the Hospitaller, Hospitality. They take care of you. Hospital. Hospital. It's the hospital. It's where the hospital name comes from. The Knights Hospitaller. And they it was, you know, about they were about health. And the Knights Templar even You know, kind of an offshoot of them, part of the Knights Hospitaller. There's a very distinct difference, Uh, but they were they were very well known for their health healthy practices, uh, the usage of herbs and medicines, and so we get this theme uh, of health. We get this theme of uh, you know the the underworld. We get this theme of bearing a great weight, etc. So these are all the the things that we have uh, associated with uh, these gods, these. Deities, these stars. And now you might wonder if you just tuned in, what all, if I'm just rambling on about this kind of stuff because I want to sound smart. No, I'm just simply telling you what I've pulled out of a mythology book or a symbol book or a book on star lore or an encyclopedia. And I'm telling you these things because if you, maybe you missed the first segment tonight, there are some really weird things going on. That when you understand the myth, when you understand the lore, when you understand the background and the history and the tradition of all these things, you start to realize, huh, there's something very, very strange going on. And let's go back to the story from the World Health Organization that there's a new COVID variant. Uh, There's a professor biology professor up in Canada, Ryan Gregory, who said we need to name these COVID variants scary things like monsters and demons so people are scared of them. That way you don't catch K, uh, the, the K uh, variant or the XBB15 variant. Uh, you catch Kraken, or better yet, it catches you. The new variant, the World Health Organization says, and they actually haven't done any testing on this. They, it, this is even in the you know the article from uh, from fortune uh, they've spotted it but they've actually not done any any testing. they they, they, they it even says that in the article so <laughs> it's all just made up. it's a computer model it's a computer virus but Xbb16 or 116 is a name for it it's called Arcturus. So when you see things like that you know you know what the Kraken is probably you know what Cthulhu is, but what about the Arcturus? Well I just gave you all that information on Arcturus Arcturus, is a guardian like Osiris or like Anubis. He's, he's more so like Osiris because he's a hunter and he's holding the leashes of these dogs. The dogs are Anubis or the dog-headed deities in South and Central American mythology and even Eastern Asian mythologies, similar types of things, uh, dogs and birds, etc. Uh, and then you have the staff, so that's a symbol of authority and power. So it's very Osirian. But he's a guardian of the bears. And the bears are a symbol of health. Arcturus is also himself. He's a. a Let's call him a lesser. Deity of, uh, of Atlas. He's tasked with. Holding these bears in check. And guarding these bears. He's more of a guardian to these bears. Guarding these bears. Taking care of these bears. As, a, as this hunter. This man of the woods. This green man. But. He also has well, he has a lot of weight on his shoulders too, and for some reason in the mythology, he's identified with Atlas. So a lot of weight on your shoulders, a lot of weight. There's another god who's also identified with kind of the the sky or the the firmament, if you will. People like that word firmament. That's like it's like a trending word in the new age community uh, because of this flat earth crap. But the 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 sky, the heavens, the dome. And that is Apollo. Why do you think NASA called the missions Apollo? Why do you think they call the new ones Artemis? What is the space rocket itself? The the shuttle launch with the two booster engines. They're penises. They're literally penises. It's phallic. And the penetration of the sky, nut. Nothing perverse here, folks. The penetration of the sky goddess, nut, by the sky god or the earth god, Geb. And they're not interchangeable. But you know we have an earth goddess, and we have an earth god. We have the green man, and then we have Gaia in Greece. Uh, then we also have the sky goddess, but there's also sky gods. But in Egypt, you have the sky goddess Nut, and she bends over to make the dome, and then you have the earth god Geb who bends over to make the earth. They create this circle or this egg. Uh, if you ever watched that movie... Uh, as above, so below. That's where the philosopher's stone is. Actually, I think she she gets the philosopher's stone by interpreting that Egyptian image. Uh, but the penetration of the heaven with the rocket is a phallic thing, um, and it's a ritual, and it is the whole basis of it's all what NASA's been about since the very beginning with Werner von Braun and the key Nazis that came over here with Project Paperclip in the 1940s, and that's not. Uh, Uh, I guess you could say it's not unassociated with what we're talking about tonight because NASA chose that name just like Artemis, just like the Saturn rocket because it has power and because they're drawing on the energy of these things and the power of these things, right? So when uh, Ryan Gregory in Ontario, Canada, a professor of biology, says we got to call these COVID variants scary names to terrify people, They pick the Kraken. Why? Because the Kraken is not something you catch. It's something that catches you. It's scary. When they call the new variant, the newest variant this week is called Arcturus. They say it's very similar to Kraken. It's supposed to scare people. Arcturus is a a powerful name. Arcturus has to hold the bears in check, has to hold the dogs in check, has the staff of power. A lot of weight on his shoulders. Probably why he's associated also with Atlas, who holds the world on his back. And when the world gets a little too heavy, Atlas tends to shrug. And that world can also be associated with and identified with uh, countless other gods and goddesses. One in particular who's extremely famous and who's used by powerful groups like NASA is Apollo. And just a few days ago, the Apollo Theater in Illinois, during a concert with three bands, Morbid Angel, Revocation, which is the canceling of a Covenant, just had the covenant school shooting and we were approaching Passover and skeletal remains. That's the name of the band. They were holding a concert there. What, you know, not all at the same time, uh, but they were holding a concert there when this massive storm comes through and it like, it rips the roof apart. It collapses. It kills somebody. You could see it's pretty terrifying. Uh, The roof collapsed on the audience. So one person died. A few people were very injured, actually more than it was like 28 people officially. More than two dozen were injured. And uh, there's debris outside. Uh, reportedly, according to the, the band, Morbid Angel, they said that a tornado actually directly hit the venue. And this is what caused all the destruction. Uh, power lines down everywhere. People trapped in, in an elevator that the Belvedere Fire Department had to rescue. Uh, Belvedere is the name of the location. If you don't know where the Apollo Theater is, it's about 70 miles northwest of Chicago. So you have this big store. And it knocks the roof off. It collapses the roof of the Apollo. So the question is, what does Apollo represent? Just playing around with the word and playing around with the name and the myth, like what does Apollo represent? Well, Apollo is the god of music. So it makes sense that you would call a music venue Apollo. He's the god of music. And what is music? Music is harmony. Music is rhythm. Music is balance. Music is Pythagorean. It is the mind of God. But Apollo is also the god of things like prophecy. What is prophecy? Well, it's the truth. Harmony, truth. Truth is harmonious. So, except to very egotistic and biased people, it's harmonious. Apollo is harmony and truth. Apollo is like the truth vibrations of the of nature, of the universe. He's also the god of archery, which makes him the god of hunting, but also the god of Sun, Because the centerpiece of the archery target, the circle, that little dot in the middle, the bullseye, is an alchemical symbol for the sun. And Apollo is associated very often with the sun and with the dome of the heavens. And it's that dome of the theater that collapsed. Now that's just so strange, especially because if the collapsing of the roof of any other building happened... It doesn't have meaning, so I'm not trying to find meaning in those types of things in terms of names. and I'm not trying to find meaning here. I just thought, okay, Apollo is the god of music and harmony. That's why they named the venue Apollo. Apollo is the god of prophecy and truth, so truth and harmony, that goes together. He's the god of archery, so that's hunting. It's also the bullseye, the alchemical symbol for gold. And our, we already know that he has this association with the sun, he has this association uh, with uh, the sky, uh, the dome, uh, you know, the, the spherical solar disk in the sky. So that means Apollo being struck down, or the theater being struck down, that means that all these things are coming down or falling down with Apollo. The harmony is falling, truth is falling, uh, the ability to hunt and take care of oneself, the ability to kill, that's what the hunters were, Osiris, etc. They were hunters that went to kill these terrible beasts, demons, etc. If you can't kill the demons uh, and you can't take care of yourself, and then you're in for, a, you're in for a, a really nasty surprise. And these are things, along with the bullseye, again, you know, gold, the alchemical symbol for gold, these are things that basically make Apollo, Apollo's almost uh, Christ-like. So the collapsing of that roof is really a collapsing of the, you know, the tenets of basically, uh, let's call it the philo- the positive philosophy of uh, major religions. So there's a lot that could be derived from uh, that little story. Unfortunately, people one person died, and uh, twenty eight or so people were injured. But there's a lot more to the story than that. Because Apollo slayed a serpent or a python. He's a hunter, right? So he kills this great serpent like Osiris does to eventually conquers his brother Seth or Seth, uh, the serpent Typhon. Just like Osiris, Apollo slays the serpent. But Zeus gets really angry in mythology, and so he forces Apollo to be a servant to a mortal man. And then his son, Apollo is the son of Zeus, but Apollo's son, Asclepius, is a god who is identified very directly, not associated, but very directly with healing and health, just like the bear guarded by Arcturus. So healing, prevention of disease, etc., and Zeus is really angry at Asclepius in mythology because Asclepius gets so good at performing his duties, he starts bringing humans back to life, and that makes them godlike. And Zeus does not like that, so Zeus kills Asclepius in at least one version of the story. I'm sure in others he just he kills the man who was brought back to life and doesn't kill Asclepius. It's different stories, but Zeus kills him with a thunderbolt with a storm. And 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 you know, for trying to bring this guy back to life, or for bringing him back to life uh, again. Think about that in relation to the Apollo Theater, Apollo, Asclepius, wisdom, knowledge, harmony, truth, hunting of demons, the bullseye, gold, the sun, the firmament, the the dome, healing, health, and all that being struck down by a storm, which just so happens to be. I mean, the roof could have collapsed from anything; it could have collapsed from uh, you know. Uh, just, just a heavy rain, you know, it could have, and not a big storm, it could have collapsed from, you know, e- erosion or, I mean, think, I, I don't know, why do roofs collapse? In uh, you know, old buildings usually don't, that doesn't happen, usually because something's not something's not built right, you know, if it's in China, they just have no code, so they just build, 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 build and then it collapses and planes crash and blow up and we should model them because China's great, we love China. Uh, that's my bias coming on, I'm sorry. Love the Chinese, love Chinese culture, I just don't like communism. But the killing of Apollo, or the killing of Asclepius, because Zeus was mad at both of them, uh, one for killing the serpent, one for bringing a man back to to life from the dead, the killing of them is the killing of all those things. It's the killing of harmony, truth, killing of uh, the protectors of, of the common people from demons, and it's the killing of alchemy gold which is spirituality uh the development of the self internally etc as the destruction of healing so when you de- you destroy all these things then what you're really uh witnessing is the rise of disharmony the rise of dishonesty the rise of demons and the rise of the destruction of spirituality spiritual practices or corrupted perverse spiritual practices and of course well the promotion of disease comes out of that Now, let me remind you, not only did the Apollo roof collapse in Belvedere, but the new COVID variant is Arcturus. Arcturus, taking us back to the beginning of this segment, Arcturus is the bear driver, Boutes, or Alpha Butez. Originally, Boutes was called Arcturus. And Arcturus holds the two dogs, the leashes of the two dogs, like Osiris and Anubis, imagery you find in South and Central America as well and he holds a staff like asclepius or asclepius which is the staff of the serpent with the with the, the it's a singular basic staff uh, it might have a ball on top like a wizard staff usually it has you know the the wings on top like mercury or it has the point on top like a hunter spear or it might have uh, a serpent wrapped around it or whatever the case might be like the wand of asclepius or the sp- this staff of Asclepius, which is in my book, occult arcana, is uh, a symbol of you know health, and it's like the caduceus or caduceus. I didn't pronounce it right. Caduceus. Now, now, no, now, I don't think I can pronounce it. Uh, the uh, caduceus, the medical symbol, uh, the two serpents, uh, double helix DNA. So, Arcturus, and because he has all this power, and all he's guardian of the bears, the gateway to the bears, he has a lot of weight on his back, like Atlas. Let a weight on his shoulders, just like the Apollo theater, and it collapses. Now out of Ursa Major, which is what he guards, Ursa Major, Ursa Minor, he uh, guards those two those two bears, but what comes out of those bears in the mythology, and I'm not sure why this is, is a tiger. Don't know why that is, but there's a tiger that comes out of the bears, a tiger that escapes, very symbolic, obviously. And that tiger is a symbol of a, a thousand-year reign of power. And last year was the year of the tiger. We had the death of a pope, the death of a queen, a virtual death of a president. And this whole resetting of the world and the sabotage of industry and food and energy and well trains and everything in between. And the bear itself is also a symbol of health. It's like Asclepius. And you have to wonder... What all of this means, if there's not some sort of underlying esoteric occult thing, which to me is just the green code in the Matrix, it is just the nature of reality and seeing these things and understanding these things is why the names of these gods and goddesses, etc. exist in the first place. It was an original form of scientific observation. But then again, sometimes these names are used because people know they have power, so they draw on that power they draw on that influence like with the Apollo missions the Artemis missions the Saturn rocket you know the prayers said to the goat god Pan out in White Sands New Mexico by Jack Parsons when he would launch the phallic rockets in to penetrate the womb of heaven and space there's a lot of meaning here a lot of power here and we're just getting started tonight on the secret teachings I'm Ryan Gable and there's a lot more after this if you go anywhere go to our website grab a copy of my book Occult Arcana we ship around the world we drop ship I have a few copies for autograph right now and of course you can subscribe to the secret teachings aftermath.media or you can renew your subscription at the thesecretteachings.info rdgable at yahoo.com is the email there's more after this don't go anywhere From para-history and the paranormal to the parapolitical and para-occult, you're listening to The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Want to hear more of The Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player, or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence. <laughs> I this Where you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years
1: of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info.
0: Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to
1: The Secret Teachings.
0: You know you can listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on Ground Zero Radio. I don't need it. Or in the free archive on our website, thesecretteachings.info, or on any radio or podcast player or application. I don't need it. But you can also subscribe to our ad free archive, now hosted by aftermath.media. Definitely don't need it. There's the basic and premium option. You get the montages, my digital books, and more. For those of you who already have a secret teaching subscription, you can still keep that subscription. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info or aftermath.media and subscribe grind today. listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us. Some new music from White Bat Audio on YouTube. You can go there to their YouTube page and listen to their content for free. They let us use their music for the show. This is one of my favorite of their newer songs. Probably use this as a bumper from here on out. If you'd like to contact the secret teachings rdgable at yahoo.com is the email the backup email is tstradio at protonmail.com if you're already a subscriber to the show thank you so much if not please subscribe at aftermath.media or renew your subscription at thesecretteachings.info you could support us that way or listen to the free show in the free archive anywhere you listen to radio shows or podcasts tonight on the show we really are Examining through the lens, the microscope, the telescope, the microcosmic and the macrocosmic worlds, that which is above and that which is below, that which is without and that which is within. And how those things are in sympathy with one another and how that which is below can draw on that which is above and vice versa. And so when you see a story like the Apollo Theater in Belvedere, Illinois, having its roof ripped off, and or collapsing in on a crowd of unsuspecting concert goers, and part of the roof being thrown out into the street. I think an awning was also ripped off. A lot of damage. People trapped in elevators. It was a big story. Of course, a lot of people didn't hear about it because people were having uh, you know uh, political fetish parties online because of the Donald Trump indictment. But the Apollo Theater collapses, basically. The roof collapses. The structure's still there because a big storm hit it. Uh, one of the bands that was performing, there were three bands there that night. One of the bands that was set to perform, Morbid Angel, which is a very appropriate name, Morbid Angel said that a tornado had hit the venue. And then the roof collapsed at the Apollo Theater in Belvedere. So this was a big story, obviously didn't get a lot of attention, but when you hear something like that, the first thing that most people think is, it's tragic. The second thing is, this is what climate change gives us. The third thing is, you know, maybe it's a little bit strange that you have bands called Skeletal Remains playing while they're pulling bodies out of rubble. You know, not playing while they're doing it, but playing there at the venue when the roof collapses. Uh, Very similar, in fact, to the story of the Aurora Colorado shooting with James Holmes and Lil Wayne publishing that album cover for a song where he's in the movie theater and these skeletons are in there with him. There are 12 full skeletons, and then that's how many people got shot during that Batman movie. In Aurora, Colorado, 12 people, skeletons, skeletal remains found in a movie theater. Those are the kinds of weird things that grasp my attention. And I kind of think of it sort of in reverse of how the average person thinks about it. I think, what is the occult? What is the esoteric angle to this? It doesn't take you very long to realize the power and the influence of a god like Apollo and what the god Apollo, uh, what the god Apollo uh, presides over. Music and harmony, which is what music is, harmony, but also of archery. He's a killer of demons, a slayer of demons and dragons, of course. Uh, They don't talk about dragons in the mythology, but uh, the demon, the dragon, it's the internal self, the ego, things like that. But he's also a god of prophecy. He slayed the serpent, which you can interpret, I guess, as a dragon, but he slayed the serpent, the python, to ascend to the throne of Delphi where he became an oracle. He became, it was the, the Apollo throne. There's Apollo shrines too. It's the Apollo prophecy, uh, the prophesizing through Apollo. So he became music, a god of music, god of prophecy, god of archery, which basically when you interpret these things in a historical context, music is harmony, prophecy is truth, and archery is hunting demons like the serpent or like Osiris. Osiris is a demon slayer or a demon hunter he goes out and kills the demons that could be a threat to the people of Egypt. And, of course, the archery could also mean that when you shoot the arrow into the bullseye, hopefully that's your target right there dead in the center, that's a symbol like target, you know, the store. It's a symbol of the sun. It's an alchemical symbol of the sun. So not only is it the sun and Apollo is associated with the sun, but it's also the spiritual alchemy of turning the lump of matter that is your body into a vessel for the consciously awakened born-again spirit or son S-U-N, of God. So you get a lot of this in the name Apollo. So if a roof of a building called Apollo collapses, you could say that Apollo, and all the things he represents, collapses with it, which would include his son, Asclepius, who is a well-known god of health and medicine. In fact, he's so good at health and so good at medicine or i should say he's good at keeping people healthy and he's good at utilizing medicines and his skills that he eventually becomes able to bring people back from the dead so asclepius although you never think of asclepius doesn't really roll off the tongue he's very much like jesus christ in his ability to bring people back from the dead in fact if you pick up most mythology books or an encyclopedia of mythology they'll tell you that asclepius really angered the god Zeus because he was bringing, like Prometheus, bringing fire to man, helping man. He was bringing this wisdom or knowledge or this medicine to man and helping men, one man in particular, come back to life like Lazarus after he had already died. This, of course, angered Zeus. This angered the gods. And likewise, Apollo slaying the python, this also angered Zeus. And because Zeus was so angry, Zeus actually forced Apollo. Apollo's a big, strong god, but Zeus is more powerful. He forced Apollo to be a servant of mortals. And Asclepius, Apollo's son, Apollo is also the son of, of Zeus, by the way, so Asclepius is kind of like Zeus's grandson. But Asclepius is, is actually, uh, depending on the story you read, my encyclopedia of mythology says that Asclepius is killed by, uh, by Zeus. In other versions, it's the man who was brought back to life, he's killed, and then Asclepius is let to live because he's a god, you can't really kill the god. But, but Zeus can do a lot because he's powerful. So Zeus punishes Apollo, and then he punishes Apollo's son, he punishes Asclepius for bringing this man back from the dead, like again, fire, Prometheus, who's punished by having the liver eaten out of his side by a bird. Uh, very prototypical, if you will, uh, of, of Odin on the world tree, or Jesus Christ being stabbed in the side by the spear. The Spear of Destiny, as they now call it. So what do you have here? You have this fascinating mythology, which could be interpreted in so many ways. But you have Asclepius, a god of health, being killed by a storm. You have what Apollo represents being destroyed by, well, the power of Zeus, who is a storm god like Yahweh, right? And so what that means is, when you look at the Apollo Theater... It's a tragedy. People died. 20 plus people, I think it was 28, were injured. Some very severely. Very, very intense storm. Uh, could have just been happenstance that the roof was ripped off because it could have been, you know, damage from other storms. The building maybe wasn't upkept. Uh, could be anything. Uh, we, we usually just jump to it's a tragedy, nothing else to think about, or it's climate change, nothing else to think about. Those things are last on my list uh, in terms of thinking uh, of what the deeper meaning is. The deeper meaning isn't that people died. It's a tragic thing. The deeper meaning is what does the situation as a potential omen signify for future events and uh, how people could be harmed in those future events? That's what I think. And I think, okay, Apollo is the god of all these things. He's the god of music, god of prophecy, god of archery. And when you really break those those elements down, uh, it, it becomes clearer and clearer what the symbolic collapse of an Apollo represents. So, for example, church bells, church bells traditionally are made out of bronze, very heavy, uh, and they ward off evil. But they also let you know that church service is about to begin. So you should come on down to the church. So they're sort of a warning to evil to stay away, but they're also sort of an alert to members of the congregation to come to church and you know say their say their prayers and ask for forgiveness, etc., whatever it is that you do at church. Same thing in Shintoism in Japan, when you go and you visit a temple, you visit a shrine. Usually you ring a little bell, and that's meant to both welcome. Or to alert the kami, the spirits, that you are here, you're ready to pay your respects, uh, you are ready to uh, ready to uh, offer the things, whether it's rice or seaweed or sake or whatever it is that you're offering. So you're sort of like a dinner bell, you're letting them know you're here. But it also wards off evil in the same way, and this is a traditional thing all over the world. Isolated Japan from hundreds, from thousands of years ago, or anywhere in Europe. Or even in North America, same exact tradition, ringing the bell. And what is that bell? Well, think of bell from Beauty and the Beast. The bell is beauty. It's a beautiful woman. A beautiful woman flows. The curves, the flowing of a dress, the flowing of hair. That's a sort of rhythm or a sort of harmony. The Pythagoreans would say that not only does harmony calm the beast, harmony is God. It is the mind of God. It is the the essence of God. That would be the Pythagorean viewpoint. I tend to agree very strongly with that. Harmony. But what is harmony? Not just what is music, it's harmony. What is harmony? Because not all music is harmonious. What is harmony? Harmony is not just in a musical sense. Harmony is the rhythm of nature. It is the the cycles of nature. It is the balance in the world. It, it, It is what needs to be done when it needs to be done. There is no good, there is no bad, it just is. And the bell that rings in a church or at a Shinto shrine, or the bell in the movie or the original story, of course, Beauty and the Beast, the beautiful woman, the music, the harmony, it calms the beast because the beast is really, and it's more than just Beauty and the Beast, this is a very old story, the beast is a prince who is tricked by a witch and, To become this animal. And when the beast is, or when the the prince is turned into a beast, he's grotesque and he's hideous and he hides away. And it's only through the love, it's only through Bell harmony that the beast can reach his his real potential again or become uh, reunited with his real self, uh, connected with Source. You could look at it in a lot of different ways, whether you're of the uh, Golden Dawn or you're just a general occultist. Same exact concept. And we see this concept present in Frank Baum's *The Wizard of Oz* as well, who was a theosophist who incorporated with the Scarecrow the the uh, the vegetable body, uh, the Tin Man was the mineral body, and the Lion is the animal body. Uh, the theosophists or the Rosicrucians have seven different levels, and this is not just in Rosicrucianism, but seven different levels to existence, to nature, to life, seven rays of creation, etc., even to the seven sisters of Pleiades. You have the elements that make up the minerals, that make up the plants, that that make up the animals, that make up the humans, that make up the gods, that make up, well, the, the ultimate creator. Or you could say the demigods and then the gods or the god. So there's seven spheres of consciousness that overlap each other. Some animals are more conscious than plants, some conscious... Uh, plants are more aware than animals. In fact, there was just a new study, and we'll probably talk about it uh, sometime this week, uh, about plants emitting ultrasonic sounds in uh, very rapid bursts when they're stressed. Yes, plants are conscious and plants are aware. If you want to give me one of those anti-vegan arguments, I would tell you that, well, in order to feed the animals, you've got to feed them a lot of plants. So if you want to save the animals and the plants, you just eat the plants. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, the harmony uh, of recognizing these different levels of reality and consciousness, The again, the elements, if you want to write this down, the elements, elementals, the minerals, the plants, the animals, the humans, then the demigods, and then the gods, or just God. And those are overlapping spheres, or overlapping, uh, like Vysica Pisces, where in the center you have uh, overlaps where they... Sometimes you can find a, a more conscious animal than a human. And sometimes you can find a, a demigod like human. You might say that would be, uh, you know, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, for example. Some might even say an Elon Musk, whatever. Uh, it's just the idea and the concept that's there. The other thing is in The Wizard of Oz, you know, uh, you know, the wizard, it's an illusion, right? He's an illusion. He doesn't really do wonderful things. It's all made up, it's all fictitious. And the whole thing is a dream. It's just a metaphor for life in simple terms. But those those bodies, those bodies, just like the beauty and the beast, is telling the same exact kind of a story. And when you process that story and understand it, you realize what it means for harmony or for music or for bells, bell, bell of the ball, the bell, for the bell to calm the beast and to bring the prince or to bring the king or to bring the, the spirit back into uh, full consciousness. This is kind of the cycle and the purpose of life. That's what we can interpret from music and harmony. That's what Apollo represents. But Apollo also represents prophecy. Prophecy is the oracle, the Delphi oracle. There's a lot of other oracles as well. And the prophecy, the truth, whatever the truth is, the prophecy, I'm not talking about the truth about 9-11 or the truth about you know vaccines. I'm talking about uh, the the truth, like a thing that is, it is, it is harmony. It's just another extension of prophecies of prophesizing the future, seeing what's going to happen in the future because it's part of God's plan. And part of God's plan is really just, well, it's the laws of nature and you can work within the laws of nature and you don't disturb God's plan. You know, unlike the the very funny uh, George Carlin bit about what good is God's plan. If any schmuck with the $2 prayer book can just come along and mess up the plan, not a very good plan. <laughs> One of my favorite bits, but, uh, you know, also philosophically speaking, the plan is the natural cycles. It's just the the nature of reality. But Apollo is also archery. What is archery? Well, it's the target, the gold, the alchemy, the spiritual development. That's the alchemical symbol for gold. That's target, the store, but also the bullseye on the, you know, whether that's a gun or a, an, or a, 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 a like if you're shooting a, an arrow, same kind of a thing, or darts in a in a in a, a bar or something. But archery is also the archer, and the archer is also Orion. And Orion is the hunter that hunts down the beasts and slays them. Like Siegfried slays the beast. Uh, There are characters all throughout the world, and virtually every culture that slay these these great beasts, uh, whether they slay the uh, large spiders or large dragons or whatever the case might be. Again, you're looking essentially at the exact same story. It's being told over and over and over and over again, and it has a very deep meaning. Uh, When you recognize what the meaning is, as I've been explaining to you, then you realize it's all coming from the same place within the human experience throughout cultures, across oceans and and deserts, etc. So archery, the hunter, that that means Apollo is basically like Orion. Apollo is also, which it should be obvious by now, like Osiris, because Osiris is a demon slayer. Uh, he slays the serpent, uh, although he is slain by the serpent initially, he comes back and slays the serpent. It's a metaphor for the cycles of day and night, set, or the setting sun, and Horus, Osiris's son, and benefactor is the horizon where the sun rises. So that's where you get these ideas from. Arguably, some might disagree with that. Uh, the words do play very nicely, at least in English. So Apollo hunts demons like Osiris, and... The bullseye of the target is the alchemical gold because once you kill the beast, you know, that is the alchemical transformation. That is the metaphor of the human sacrifice, etc. So uh, Apollo fought the earth serpent and defeated it at Delphi. And that angered Zeus. So Zeus punished him. Then Apollo's son, Asclepius, god of healing, also angered Zeus when he used his powers to bring a man back from death, just like Lazarus. And Zeus punished both of these gods as a result. And, you know, basically what that does is suppress harmony, truth, demon slaying, spiritual growth and health. Unnecessary evil, yes. Very necessary evil. But something that is evil nonetheless. And something you have to recognize in terms of the mythology and the archetypes as applying to contemporary events. Because I don't know about you, but when you look around, when you look at the news coverage of things, even when, you know, in reality things are not happening like they tell you in the news you see a suppression of harmony and truth and, well, demon slaying the spiritual growth and health in, in virtually everything, in, in literally just, like, everything we interact with. What we're told is healthy is unhealthy. What we're told is good is bad. What we're told is, you know, the, the right political opinion is usually the wrong political opinion. It's, everything is backwards, inverted, upside down, twisted, turned inside out. Everything is, is, is the upside down world of stranger things, in a sense. And that's where the monsters come from. That's where the evil things come from. That's where the, the 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 villains come from. So much like Osiris, much like Osiris, there's also another god who is a god of, well, following or being followed by dogs. Osiris is followed by dogs in the underworld. Anubis. You also have dog-like characters and stories of Quetzalcoatl and other. Stories. I don't know about Veracocha, but in South and Central America and all over the world, even in, in Asian countries or Indian countries, the, the uh, in India or in Asia, other Asian countries, more in the East, they have these same stories, dogs following gods to the underworld. This other god who does this, uh, who basically controls these two dogs, they're like guardian dogs, they're like watchdogs, uh, kind of like uh, you know Fluffy from Harry Potter or Cerberus, which is also a demon. This god is named Arcturus. Arcturus. Now, Arcturus was followed, uh, he's followed by dogs in the in the myth. Uh, he kind of guides these dogs or they follow him. And what they do together, Arcturus and the dogs, is they guard something else. They actually are a astronomical, uh, uh, heavenly, if you will, gateway to something else that they are protecting. When you look at images of Arcturus, he's holding a staff, and it's a staff that's not totally dissimilar from the staff of Mercury, which is usually topped off by the caduceus, which is the medical symbol with the two serpents, which is the obviously the uh, you know the Francis Crick LSD uh, induced discovery of DNA, the double helix. And that's a true story. Francis Crick was high on LSD when he discovered the Devil Helix. That's a whole thing that's, you know, DMT and ayahuasca and peyote and all that. That's a separate show. There's actually a section on that in my book, uh, The Technological Elixir at the Very End, about shamanism and UFO sightings and abductions and how they go together and how the, you know, DMT and things like that are involved. You know, machine elves and things like this. So, point is, look at Arcturus, and he, he has a staff just like Mercury, Apollo's son, Asclepius, the wand of Asclepius. It's in my book, Occult Arcana. You can read about it. Arcturus has one major duty. His duty is to astronomically guard a gateway to Ursa Major and Ursa Minor. Ursa Major is the great bear. Ursa Minor is the lesser bear. Now, bears are symbols of strength, obviously. They're also symbols of family, But they're symbols of health, like Asclepius. I find that kind of interesting. Because as we continue to go through this, you'll realize there's something really weird going on here. Ursa Major, the great bear, was also identified by the Egyptians as the Dog of Set. So the bear stars were identified as the Dog of Set, which is really interesting. That means that the bear follows Set, whereas Canis Major follows Orion. Or Anubis follows Osiris. So in this case of Ursa Major, you have the dog not of Osiris, which is Anubis. You have the dog of Set or Seth or Typhon the Devil. Keep that in mind. Arcturus is also identified with Atlas because he holds a lot of weight in his guardianship. And a lot of these characters, I mean, you see, I mean, look look at how the, the yokai have influenced world culture, you know, uh, particularly Japanese culture. But we know from Studio Ghibli, all these movies and all the anime that we have and manga, it's all coming from the world of the yokai and the supernatural and the strange, etc. But we have those kinds of things all over the world and we don't really recognize it uh, because we might grow up with a lot of stories and myths and legends and lore. We don't realize how much it influences culture and how much what we identify in nature and we label as being a God or a demon or something that makes a noise in the woods or whatever the case is that we can identify when we identify with a name. So it makes more sense to us so we can understand it. We're creating those worlds of the gods and the goddesses and the spirits. And that's something that's in the mind. Like Alan Watts said, he said the second coming is a flash of realization. It's a second birth. It's a conscious thing, a realization. It's not a physical event that happens, although it is happening chemically in the brain. Uh, In part, chemically. So according to this book I have called Star Lore, this is a big book on astronomy, it says, the stars in this region of Ursa Major, Ursa Minor, seem to have attracted the administration of almost all the eminent writers of antiquity. In other words, mythology and legends heavily influenced culture and manifested through writing the world or the worlds of the gods. Uh, mythology and legends that influence our culture manifest through writing the words of the gods. This is the ink of the octopus or the squid. We think of the kraken, the Cthulhu. Uh, you know the new meta, meta commercial—they use the squid now. It's in virtually everything. It's the, that very Cthulhu black goo, black oil, ink, deception, trickster, manipulation. The pen is mightier than the sword. Using the ink to create and 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 uh, and to manifest or to conjure things, and that brings us to the present day. Brings us to the present day. Because you might think that's all just a big ramble and it doesn't go anywhere. Well, tonight I kind of went backwards. Usually I'd start with contemporary things and then I would go into the occult stuff. Tonight we started with the occult stuff in this hour. Now let me take you to the contemporary events quickly. On March 31st, the World Health Organization, health organization, Asclepius, Arcturus, etc., announced the newest disease variant for COVID-19, SARS-CoV-2. It was XBB-15, which sounds like a droid from Star Wars, i.e. the Kraken, which Ryan Gregory, a professor at the University of Gulf, I might be pronouncing that wrong, in Ontario, Canada, Gulf, uh, he said that we need to use names like Kraken to terrify people, to scare people. Because obviously XBB-15 isn't something that's going to come after you. You could catch it. But the Kraken isn't something you catch. This Kraken is something that catches you. The new variant, though, according to the WHO, is XBB116. That is called Arcturus. That's the new variant. So it's kind of strange, especially when you realize what is birthed out of Ursa Major. And we're going to talk about that when we come back from break here on The Secret Teachings. Think about the Apollo Theater. Think about Arcturus, the new Variant. Both of those things announced the same day. All the associations with health and knowledge and wisdom collapsing, the emergence of a new variant, and the gateway protector to the domain of a very powerful animal, the tiger. And what that means to the Chinese and an Eastern mythology, it's the rise of something very powerful and very dark. I'm going to tell you more about that when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Don't go anywhere. More after this. From para-history and the paranormal to the parapolitical and para-occult, you're listening to The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Want to hear more of The Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player, or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence. <laughs> I hate this you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your
1: hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books, Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info.
0: Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. You know you can listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on Ground Zero Radio. I don't need it. Or in the free archive on our website, thesecretteachings.info, or on any radio or podcast player or application. I don't need it. But you can also subscribe to our ad free archive, now hosted by aftermath.media. Definitely don't need it. There's the basic and premium option. You get the montages, my digital books, and more. For those of you who already have a secret teaching subscription, you can still keep that subscription. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info or aftermath.media and subscribe. Subscribe today. I need- Arcturus is the gateway to Ursa Major and Ursa Minor. Arcturus holds a staff like Mercury or Asclepius, staff of power, you see wizards like Gandalf holding a staff to directionalize energy, will, like a wand wielded by a magician. Staff is also just a general symbol of power power of a king to strike you down. The power of a king to imprison you, to jail you. It's the authority of the state. It's also very phallic. A thin phallic symbol. But that's what it essentially represents. It's a hunting tool as well. The staff or the spear, which is usually what Arcturus is represented to hold in his hand while holding those hunting dogs. He's a hunter like Orion, He's a hunter like Osiris. He's a hunter like Apollo who kills the great serpent, uh, the python. Now, when we look at contemporary events like the collapse of the roof of the Apollo in Illinois, we look at what Apollo represents and symbolizes, and you see the collapse of those things figuratively and symbolically and the collapse of that structure uh, during those concerts that were taking place. You notice a couple of weird things, the three bands that were performing, Morbid Angel and Skeletal Remains were two, pulling remains or at least people very injured out of the remains uh, or out of the debris, out of the uh, collapsed roof. Morbid Angel and uh, Revocation. And Revocation is, well, it's the revoking of a covenant. So quickly, just remember, just as a refresher, the Covenant school shooting last week. Uh, started at 10, 13 a.m., but for some reason, all the news articles I read, most of them, they were like, it started at about 10 to get that number 10, which seems real weird, and you start reading, and you realize, oh, 10's really important for some reason. Like, for example, if you... You might remember this. You might not. If you, if you don't recall this, there was a story about four babies in Phoenix, Arizona that just stopped breathing different parts of the city, no foul play involved, reportedly. Almost as if the angel of death was knocking on the door because they didn't have that Paschal blood of the lamb smeared over the door so the angel of death comes to take the firstborn. And that is the 10th plague. And we're not just stretching for things here. That's the 10th plague. What happens after the 10th plague? What happens when the Israelites leave in the Exodus out of Egypt? Well, they're worshiping a golden bull named Apis. Moses actually comes down off the hill really angry. He smashes some of the tablets but he has Ten Commandments, right? And he got those on Mount Sinai. Is it not strange that the school itself was located on 33 that's thirty-three Burton Hills Drive, or Boulevard, and two of the people that died who were adults were named Peak and Hill. Furthermore, all three adults were over 60, 60, 60, 60, 6, 200 kids at the school divided by the number of kids who died. That was three, gives you 66.6. And it's the covenant between man or the Israelites and God. Passover, we approach Passover, we have Ramadan, we have Passover, and of course, we have the um, Easter celebration coming up weird, weird, weird associations, covenant, Mount Sinai, it's weird stuff. And of course, the 10th plague shooting at 10 o'clock in the morning. These things start to start to get people like me to ask questions, not about something being staged or something being fake or not like that. It gets me to question that there's some underlying code, if you will, uh, that you could start to pick out. When you realize, you know, you understand the archetypes, you understand uh, symbols, and you and you see how the, even the media will try to craft things that happen naturally into something that fits a narrative, right? That's just, everybody knows that. So, Morbid Angel, what would be a Morbid Angel? I don't know, like Abazu, the Angel of Death? Mosh Hit would be a Morbid Angel? And Skeletal Remains, Revocation? Weird that those are the three bands playing at the Apollo Theater when the roof collapsed on March 31st. And then, of course, the same day, the World Health Organization announces Kraken isn't, you know, getting the kind of traction we want it to. So here's the new variant: it's Arcturus, which is a very strong, powerful name. So Arcturus opens the the gateway, literally and figuratively, to this whole other mythology that I've explained in the in the in the last thirty minutes before this segment, in the, in the third segment tonight, hour number two. And Arcturus. Brings us in the gateway brings us to the bear, which the Egyptians said the bear was actually the dog of Set or Seth, the, the dragon, the crocodile, the typhon, the devil basically. But Ursa Major, and I don't know why this is, it's just different mythologies around the world. And I read this in a in like a mainline astronomy book. Uh and I, also, I think it's also in Star Lore, the other book I reference, the tiger is birthed out of Ursa Major. The tiger represents protection and abundance, opportunity and luck, really positive, good things. But in mythology, the tiger can symbolize the spreading of chaos. Now, funny that the Chinese should consider the tiger to be the true king of the jungle and they believe that it lives for a thousand years. Funny that Ursa Major, where the tiger comes from in Chinese myth and other Asian myths, Ursa Major is also where, for a lot of cultures, the swastika is derived from. It's kind of weird, don't you think? So the swastika and a tiger that lives a thousand years. Now, if this were Blues Clues, We'd have the tiger thousand years of rule and we'd have the swastika and we'd ask you, you know, if this was Blue's Clues, what could the global elite want to do with thousand years of power and a swastika? We'll put on our thinking caps and think, 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 because when we use our minds, take it one step at a time, something like that, we can do anything that we want to do, right? Right. If that wasn't Blue's Clues, I made uh, I just made a fool of myself. I'm pretty sure that was Blue's Clues. <laughs> I can't sing the mail song. Here's the mail. it never fails, it makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail mail. I just dated myself to the late 90s, that's okay. But that's the question for you. What could the global elite want to do with a tiger and a swastika? Well, it kind of sounds similar to the thousand-year Reich of Adolf Hitler and the Nazis, doesn't it? Just a little bit. It's also interesting that the Nazis are the National Socialists And the authoritarianism that we find in countries like, well, well, Nazi countries Germany and the surrounding occupied territories or in communist Russia, you know, or in communist China. The Chinese see the tiger as a symbol of a thousand years of power. And of course, the swastika is derived from the same place. So let's look at the tiger a little bit more in detail. In myth, anybody consumed by the tiger becomes a servant of the tiger. The only way to escape the jaws of the beast is to sacrifice the innocent and exchange other souls for your own. Does that sound familiar to anybody? Does that not sound like the mind control of authoritarian power structures? Does that not sound like the Red Guards who rape and pillage and destroy things in the name of the party, in the name of overthrowing nationalism or capitalism? Long history of this in China where Mao was so absolutely insane, crazy, psychotic, they would just routinely just purge members of their own inner party more than other communist countries they, were to- they, were, they made Stalin look sane. But they would do that to keep people afraid because you know you're afraid that the revolution that was successful will also be successful in overthrowing you. so you have to you have to be one step ahead of it by killing your own people, like very close direct people. But most of those people are like the little fish that swim next to the shark. It is just what you would do. That's Jordan Peterson would tell you that, right? Jordan Peterson says that if you were in Nazi Germany in the 30s, you'd have probably been a Nazi. And that's something you have to think about and consider. You're in America in 2023. You tell people that you believe in all the things that they tell you to believe in or you'll get labeled all these horrible things. You look back in 50 years, people might think, why would people believe that or say that? Because, well, if you lived in America in 2023, you said and believed those things, or you got canceled, or you got stoned in the street, you know, the equivalent of that. Socially assassinated, whatever the case is. You got to physically assaulted. So, of course, whoever can, is consumed by the rabid ideology of whatever it is, you know, whatever the ideology is, they become servants of that ideology. And the only way to escape it is to sacrifice others. So you're willing to do the bidding of that beast the bidding of that Reich, of that empire. Think about that. Now, 2022, which was the year of the tiger, this was last year, I said in 2022, and this was a show I did with Mary Ducina, and then you can still find it in the archive, I said, 2022, the year of the tiger, is also year zero. It is the year in which his infernal majesty, the beast, becomes known to all. That's what I said on that show. I went back and I looked up the show description. And I stand by it for a couple of reasons. Number one, I had no idea that the queen was going to die that year. I had no idea that a pope was going to die that year. By that year, I mean really just a few months ago, the end of last year. I had no idea that was going to happen. I mean, I knew the queen was going to eventually die, hopefully. Uh, You know, I knew that um, maybe I shouldn't say hopefully because wherever her soul is, is, it is burning eternally in a pit of... Feces, like, uh, well, like the like the that story of Jesus burning in feces. Anybody know that story? So, what is the what is what is the situation here? You have the year of the tiger. You've got the death of a queen. The death of a of a pope. Okay, when the queen dies, Prince Charles becomes king, right? And I've said this a thousand times. His coat of arms literally says the red dragon gives the lead, taken right out of Revelation thirteen two. The dragon gave the beast his power and his throne. People like myself, people like Clyde Lewis, people like Tracy Twyman when she was alive, and many others. Uh, at least I didn't know Tracy, but Clyde told me this was what her opinion was on on this particular thing. That and there's a lot of other people who who thought this too about the Antichrist. Prince William would be a really good candidate for the Antichrist, largely because Prince William also fits the he fits the description of the beast because the red dragon king charles is the well is the dragon that gives the beast his power and william was actually not only does he have the summer solstice birthday you know the king is on the you know the king is most high jesus is most high but william was also injured when he was a kid he had an accident head injury could have died and that injury is also described in revelation as happening to one of the heads of the beast given power By the dragon. And 2022, with the death of a pope, the death of a queen, the rise of the red dragon, literally to being a king, claiming to be of the The holy bloodline when they're a fake royal family, Saxe-Colbert-Gotha German family. It's a very anti-Christ-like thing to do, wouldn't you say? Almost as if they're manufacturing Armageddon or the eschaton, they're manufacturing the the end times, probably why everybody's so excited about the proxy war in Ukraine, because they want that Gog-Magog, they want that battle between all the major superpowers, another world war, perhaps that ends civilization and fire, to restart everything over to build back better, right? So think about this, think about the, the Red Dragon and Prince William and all this stuff, Prince William's birth was, oh, by the way, uh, induced so that uh, he'd be born on the summer solstice, which is just like, you might think that's crazy, but the royals do not think that's crazy. They think that just makes sense, again, because I think they're trying to they're trying to create this thing artificially. But you not just have the death of a pope and the death of a queen, the rise of the red dragon, you also have the, a president who's basically, he's in fake sets and he can't stand up and shaking hands with the air, who's basically just a uh, weekend at Bernie's. Just dead. Held up by puppets. In some cases, quite literally. Those are the three horns of Daniel being plucked. I've said it over and over again. That's what I think. I think there's the three horns of Daniel. That's the rise of the Antichrist. I said that's what 2022 is going to be. And I didn't know the Pope was going to die. I didn't know the Queen was going to die. All in the same time span. A year that is dominated by the tiger, which is a thousand years of rule, which is taken from the same Ursa Major where you get the swastika... And then in 2023, it's, once again, the big variant of 2023 is the Kraken, Cthulhu-like Kraken, Black Goose, Squid, Octopus, and also Arcturus, who is the gatekeeper of Ursa Major, where the tiger and the swastika come from. Maybe you're not aware of these things, and I'm probably not aware of as much as I feel like or I seem like I'm aware of, but there are really powerful people that are aware of these things. No doubt about that. Don't you discount that. Very aware of these things. Because what this is all about is manifestation. When the WHO, on March 31st, the World Health Organization announced the new disease variant called Arcturus, an updated version of the Kraken, those names, admittedly, are chosen to invoke fear. They are tools of manifestation. Now, I'm not saying anything manifested the Apollo roof collapse, but through Apollo and Asclepius and the storm that is used to punish Asclepius... In the myth, a storm blows the roof off and collapses the roof of the Apollo. What collapses along with that? Everything Apollo and Asclepius represent. Music, prophecy, archery, or harmony, truth, and, well, demon or dragon slain, and alchemy, or spiritual growth and development. Suppressing that, and Asclepius, the god of healing, the god of health, suppressing that, collapsing that. And on the same day that collapses at that theater, that's when you have the announcement of Arcturus, the gatekeeper to the tiger in the Thousand-Year Reich. Arcturus, not to mention Apollo is also the brother of Eosh. Apollo is the brother of Eosh, or the Roman name Aurora. Aurora is the Antichrist, maybe Aurora as the Antichrist is a quantum computer. There is a, a an Aurora supercomputer being built. It should have been done by now quantum computers peering into the other universe, the other side, whatever they want to call it, the multiverse, or it could just be a false light in general, promises of AI, whatever, artificial intelligence as opposed to IA, infinite awareness. Regardless of that, the gateway to the tiger has been opened up. Ursa Major's the bear, but the Egyptians called it the dog, and the Chinese say that the tiger comes from there. And with the death of a pope and a queen and a president just... Uh, who's just wandering around like he's lost uh, and, and, and and drugged out of his mind uh, those three centers of power really are weak and so this ha- this makes me think that there is something much more powerful trying to get not evil but trying to get your attention trying to get you to pay attention and to realize something is something is off right something is off Take all that into consideration, and then I want you to think about just a strange, strange series of sort of coincidences and self-fulfilling prophecy. I know that a lot of people want to talk about the indictment of Donald Trump, so I'm going to take a few minutes here to do that, but I'm going to do it in, in my way. March 18th, 19th, I think, was the date Donald Trump said he expected to be arrested, right? Thought he was going to be arrested. Turns out he wasn't arrested. But a few days later, this is an article from The Hill, so this, this is all mainstream news, images of Donald Trump being arrested were circulated on the Internet. They weren't real pictures, of course. They were AI-generated pieces of art. The images, according to The Hill created using artificial intelligence software show what appears to be a large group of New York city police department officers arresting the former president. More than that though, as he resists being detained because yes, they're going to arrest Donald Trump in the street and then he's going to, he's going to resist it too. and be like, no, you can't get, you can't arrest me. This is part of that, that delusional stuff that we talk about psychosis because not only is he being arrested, he's also resisting arrest. Does <laughs> that makes sense. So these images come out of him being arrested, right? Part of the indictment and all that, because that's what people want to see, because it's like they're just rabid animals that just say hate, 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 hate so much. They're like the player-haters ball. You ever seen that in the Chappelle show? Buck Nasty is nominated for calling in a bomb threat to the Special Olympics. Hate, 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 hate. Reporting his neighbor for growing weed, not because it was illegal, but because he was jealous of how much money he was making. <laughs> hate, 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 hate. That's what these people are. They just hate, hate, hate. And on the other side, they're just as hateful, right? The F Joe Biden is, it's, it's no different than the, than the F Donald Trump stuff. Okay. But the point is Trump says he's going to be arrested. He's not arrested. Then there's images of him being arrested. People thought he actually was arrested and that's what they believe. Clyde just talked about this on ground zero earlier last week. That's what people are going to believe, regardless of what is actually happening in reality. For example, I had my own experience with this—just scrolling through social media, putting promos up last week uh, when Trump was finally indicted, not arrested, but indicted. People on all, all over social media: he's going to prison. Blah, 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 what do you mean he's going to prison? That's not—that's not what an indictment is. Some people I saw somebody said he's going to—he's—they're going to execute him finally. What are you talking about? Okay, that's the psychosis. That's the delusion. That's just the mental illness. But when you see those pictures, those AI-generated pictures, they they look real good. Not all of them, but a lot of them look real good. Not just the Trump ones, just in general. Some of them are so good, you can't tell what's real and what's not real. Ah, maybe that's the point. The deep fake, the voice fake, the voice mirror, the fake pictures, anybody could be made to look or to do anything uh, that somebody wanted them to look like they were doing or had done. And then Donald Trump was indicted. People think that means he's arrested or he's on death row, which is just how are you vote? How do you, how, how do you have a how can you vote if that's what you think? Okay, I, I how do you, how do people like that drive cars and hold jobs down? I don't understand it. More to the point, though, he said he's going to be arrested. He wasn't, but then these AI generated images showing being arrested, and people believe that. Then he's actually indicted, and people think that means he's going to go to prison. And then this happens, March 31st, the same day the Apollo roof fell and the same day Arcturus is announced as a new variant. AI generators create creepy Trump mugshots after indictment rocked the United States. So the only article I could find of this was like The Sun. And they, and they there's pictures of it, so you can see the real pictures of it, of course, of his mugshots. And I'm sure there are some people that actually believe those are his mugshots. So the question is, is the AI generated images of Trump being arrested in the mug shots? Is that just a, a side cart of the, of the, of the narrative, if you will, or does it help to manifest and bring those things about? Because look at what people have been doing for like, well, since 2016, 77 years, my God, seven years. It's been hex this and magic that and ritual, this and ceremony that, and, God knows what else because they just don't like Donald Trump. It's just a lot of people using dark magic and black magic with their intentions set on causing harm and binding, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's probably why a lot of these people look like actual demons, not being mean. They just look like actual demons. And there's a lot of Republicans that do, too. So let's not get that confused. Uh, Have you seen Chuck Schumer? Have you seen uh, what's the other? Who's the Republican guy? Chuck Schumer's the Democrat. Uh, Oh, my God. I can't remember his name. He also looks like he opened the Ark of the Covenant, though. Uh, what's, what's his name? I felt like SpongeBob when they threw out his name. What's his name? What's his name? Uh, oh my God, I can't, I can't, why, how can I not remember his name? It <laughs> doesn't matter. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Uh, although it is going to bother me. So I, I'm a perfectionist. I got to find it. Why can't I think of the guy's name? Okay. It I doesn't matter. We're going to move on. Someone's screaming at me right now over the radio. It's so, and so who's it? Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell, that's who it is, Mitch McConnell. They both look like they opened the Ark of the Covenant. They're both scumbags. So anyway, this is the question about the AI-generated images. Is that did that Does that lead to the indictment? Does that support it? Is it like meme magic? Here's another question. Not last Friday, but the weekend before last Friday, there were these images of the Pope that circulated online, Images of Pope Francis wearing a stylish, white, puffy coat took over the Internet. People were kind of bewildered. Is that really the Pope? Couldn't tell, could you? But the images were generated by artificial intelligence. Now, a week after those images circulated on the Internet, the Chicago Tribune published an article on them. March 31st, the same day we've been talking about, Chicago man created viral AI image of Pope Francis while high on mushrooms. His high on mushrooms just created this viral AI image. Okay. Same day, the AI generated images of the Trump mug shots, right? Do you remember that Pope Francis was also in the news this week for something else? He got really sick and he had to go to the hospital. By the way, hospital, hospitaler. Hospitality, hospitaler, nights Hospitaller. It's where that comes the name comes from if want a random piece of information. Uh, I'm a riot at parties, as, as my friend Jack says. Uh, the, so they have these AI-generated images of the Pope. And the question is, someone asked me this, actually. Really great question. Uh, did the, the images, which were not of the Pope looking sick, they were of him looking fly with this new puffy coat on. When those images were initially... On the internet, they didn't get a lot of like news attention. They went viral in other ways. But when the Pope got sick, that's when the news picked up the images. And the images, he looks like he looks pretty good in the images, and then he got better really quick. So did the negative memes of Donald Trump lead to his indictment, lead to maybe he will be arrested, lead to that? Or is it just all sidecart coincidence? Is it just like happening alongside? Or In the case of the Pope, did those images lead to him being sick, or more likely, when they were talked about by the mainstream press, those images might have helped to make him healthier? You know, it's like when people say we got to get together and say this big prayer, some big prayer event, stopping, you know, whatever evil thing from happening in the world, all that energy that comes together. What if we're putting all that energy into? Well, like people are excited about Trump's indictment. They've been waiting seven years for it. Seven years. And uh, you got him on uh, Paying a Porn Star. Ooh, you really got him. Meanwhile, Joe Biden has classified information he wasn't supposed to have as vice president in unlocked boxes and an unlocked garage where his crackhead son had access to to give to foreign adversaries like China, who he admittedly worked for. So, no problem there. Major double standard. That's the point. They want to undermine your faith in the system, in politics, in voting. Change the definition of voting rights like voting rights now. You see signs like that. Okay, well, everybody has a right to vote. If you don't have a right to vote, it's because you're not a citizen or it's because you're a felon. Everybody has a right to vote otherwise. If you don't, become a citizen and then you have a right to vote. Everything's distorted and upside down. Think about the, you know, I've said it a thousand times. It's pretty, you're probably bored of it now. I Maybe mean, I don't even say it again. But you know, all the sabotage, right? Undermine your faith in the system to make you even question. Why is Joe Biden on a fake set? Why does this war in Ukraine just seem totally suicidal? Because it all is. It's all upside down. It's all inverted. It's all suicidal because there are powerful people trying to provoke God. It's as simple as that. That's what you came here tonight to hear, right? Something hopefully a little bit more profound than standard nonsensical late night talk radio. I hope that you enjoyed the show tonight. This is what you get on The Secret Teachings and on ground Zero. Radio. Of Course Ground0 with Clyde Lewis. And uh, Aftermath.media is kind of a, kind of like a juggernaut in a way because we're we're there, people know. But, uh, you know, you don't get that same kind of attention as some of the other big names. But that's good. That's where we want it. That's where our attention is. That's where our attention's focused on looking at all the sides through the lens, through the microscope, through the telescope, the microcosm, the macrocosm, and looking at those things as kind of an oracle to interpret the past and the future. That's what we do here on The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday. If you enjoyed this show, if you want to subscribe to The Archive, please go to aftermath.meeting and do so. You can subscribe to the premium option or just my show, the single basic option, or renew your subscription at the thesecretteachings.info. If you do that, you keep us on air. That's how we get paid. We also get paid when you listen to the free archive. Share it with your friends, your family. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, please. At this point, I'm begging you because Apple doesn't like, uh, doesn't really like our show a lot, so they push down a lot of the reviews and stuff. So please leave us a a good review. If you like what we do, that would help us out a lot. We've been kicked off there so many times or had errors and glitches that, you know, we've had a, had a lot of trouble keeping, uh, keeping our name there, I guess you could say. So please leave us a review, shoot us an email, rdgable at yahoo.com, tstradio at protonmail.com and grab a copy of one of my books, Liberty Shrugged, Occult Arcana, Or the technological elixir, everything from UFOs to demonology to black goo to you name it, it's there. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast.
1: If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth.
0: This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable.